0: I remember when I pitched this idea to the partnership team at Meta back in the days, Facebook. They told me like, look, uh, it's not according to our standards, though, like it's interesting con- concept. Let's keep in touch. So it took us three years to become an official marketing partner of Meta.
1: Today, I sit down with Daniel Selikov, who is the founder uh, and CEO of Incense. Today, we're going to be breaking down so many different topics, but just to summarize it, we're going to be covering how he scaled up his uh, SaaS platform in the e-com niche way before it was popular. We're also going to be talking about the platform and what makes Incense different than uh, every other uh, UGC platform, as well as general Silicon Valley beef with the bank being shut down. I'm Nikita from AspectAgency.com, and let's get into the podcast. Daniel? Pleasure to have you on the Scaling E-Commerce podcast. Uh, I know we've met almost a year ago uh, when I just moved to Nashville, but we haven't had a chance to connect uh, until a few weeks back, but welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you on.
0: Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for inviting me. And it was uh, really great uh, to meet you in uh, Nashville, Vegas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, because I moved about a week after the Hydra Council happened. So I know we met there and connected there. And then we also met up at Geek, Geek Out that was in Nashville as well last year. So I know you, you I think you sponsored that event as well. Uh, I, I keep, Every time I listen to like a MarTech podcast, it's always like an incense ad uh, popping up. But <laughs> I know you're a busy guy. So I wanted to get in as much topics as possible into, uh, into this podcast. I guess the first one would be just like a quick one is just... Right now, in the current like saAS industry, and incense is like an ecom saAS platform the silicon Valley bank uh, is is pretty much upside down at this point and and is shutting down and um California took over that bank. how has that af- has that affected incense at all or anything about the platform? you know what um when
0: we open incense and we were reaching out uh, to silicon valley bank because uh, you know all startup companies like all, almost all companies uh they trying to open their silicon valley bank because it's uh friendly to startup uh, community and so on we got refused <laughs> and today i know that was a best luck of a company no we don't have it didn't affect like at all uh, so we, we we have uh and the bank of america and chase The older ones, uh, though, like, they are stable and reliable. And in my opinion, uh, what I've been observed uh, for the past uh, two days, once the whole situation starting uh, exploding, that uh, that is the best strategy because we also have uh, the account in Mercury, which is really great uh, virtual band, though, like, I wouldn't put all of my money, like, you know, don't have, like, all of the eggs uh, in one basket. Because just like it's so worried, uh, that's why I would say keep it like in the in the bank that you're gonna trust, one of the major ones, and then uh, using the other uh, banks uh, as the operational. Though, like Silicon Valley Bank is a different story. It's like 18th in the ranking, right? Yes. So it's uh, it's just so solid, right? Still pretty big, there, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, just like, it's so unfortunate for many funders right now. Uh, I got, what is it? Like five, uh, requests from our investors saying like, Hey guys, are we doomed or not? And I was like, no, that's all fine. Though like, uh, some of the funders that they know, they, they are saying that they experienced some of the problems. Oh, gee. I advise never skip all of your money in one bank. You never know what's going on there. Never.
1: Yeah, I can't only imagine what some of the founders, is, as is well like everyone that I see on Twitter, it's either memes about it, uh, like news actually reporting on it, or some of the people that are getting affected by it just radio silent on Twitter. So I'm glad that nothing happened to you, and I'm glad that everything on the incense side is safe. And I do wonder if this is going to just add on more um, collateral to like the whole like recession news happening because it's like oh wow, a huge bank was. Um, is basically upside down. And you can't really do anything about that. So we'll, I guess we'll see the catastrophe of it all next week and the co- weeks to come. But um I'm just glad everything's okay with you. Now, thank you. More on the operation side, just to like transition, like, how did you even get into UGC and building this platform out just to begin with?
0: Yeah. So it's, it's a great question and, uh, it's not because of me, it's, uh, because of my brother, he's a co-founder of Incense. Uh, he exited a couple of e-commerce shops that he was successfully running. Uh, not like great exits, not like, you know, eight figures or nine figures, but like legit money. And then, uh, he ran his own growth boutique agency where he helped other entrepreneurs because uh, his friends basically came uh, came to him and asking, Hey dude, uh, You're really great in the customer acquisition. Can you help us, right? Like paid advertising, uh, all this stuff. And back in the days, seven, eight years ago, he realized that UGC content, creator content and influencer marketing is going to be like the top line thing uh, that uh, any advertiser should be considering in their mix, right? And uh, he was uh, mentioning that with his own uh, team and mentioning everything through the Google spreadsheets and messengers because he couldn't find any solutions that is going to be tailored to his needs. How to transfer copyrights, how to pay to the creators, how to collect the payments, how to uh, manage all of these creators, how to navigate, what is the best performance creators, uh, what is the list of the best performance creators. All of that um, concerned him a lot. And that's why he came up uh, with an idea all about like building uh, a platform and help other entrepreneurs in that space that's basically with he came uh, to me uh with this idea and uh i used to work in the company called kiwi so listed on nasdaq uh solid fintech company uh and i was in charge of 13% of net revenue this uh, public company so super successful uh, uh corporate career but uh when he pitched me this idea i was just like okay sold but uh, the, the the only thing like uh, if we're gonna be uh, building that, it's gonna be global business. So that's how we started in sense.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a crazy story here because like number one, like to be able to predict that seven eight years ago, I only got introduced to UGC and IGC like uh like two three years ago with right when like pandemic hit and you had everyone creating all these selfie style videos, but to be able to pioneer it. In that way, is just really crazy to see. And right now, it's almost like a known thing. Like, hey, like if you don't have UGC, like you're losing out on so much money on Facebook, on TikTok, etc. But or you a genius, yeah, <laughs> or you a genius. So, uh, genius in this specific sense. And obviously, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of time between then and now. But how do how are you guys able to? I guess, sell the initial idea to like your first partners or your first customers, because that's my curiosity is like, how were you able to, I guess, in the beginning started up where it wasn't such a common idea to have this kind of creative?
0: That's a great question. And to be honest, like those three years, we were struggling because we were trying to pitch this idea to uh, e-commerce businesses. And many of them, they are saying like, guys, like, well, why are you saying about videos, like mobile first videos? We don't need it. Static images, right? Image Widely right? And creators, they are not professionals. So it doesn't look uh, really solid. Moreover, I remember when I pitched this idea to the partnership team at Meta back in the days, Facebook. They told me like, look, uh, it's not according to our standards. Though like it's interesting con- concept, let's keep in touch. So it took us three years to become an official marketing partner of Meta. And right now, we are really building great relations with Meta because everything has changed over the course of last three years. I I think uh, the the, the general accelerator, uh, it's because of the two things. So pandemic, definitely it's accelerated like the ways how to work with the independent uh, creative talent. That's number one. And secondly, it's uh, because of the new platforms and new formats. And especially thankful to TikTok. TikTok yep. has changed uh, the entire landscape. Uh, but to answer your question, so how we pitch that, basically, I was the guy who was trying to sell. And with the e commerce, to be honest, at the big, be- we put a lot of bets on that. We gained some of the customers so, who are friends with my brother or my friends, but then it, it didn't scale. Um, that's why we started thinking about okay, where's the money in info marketing and UGC and all the stuff? enterprise companies like mm-hmm. l'oreal or uber and uh we came there we pitched that and we signed up uh, a few contracts though over the course of couple of years we realized that they don't need technology they more need uh agency services right mm-hmm. and how are you going to be building sas product uh but providing the just uh, ser- uh services right just doesn't make sense so that's why first three years, it was a struggle to build the platform, though we were ready once uh, the whole trend has changed. And you uh, became a major thing. white whitelisting ads uh, became a major thing. We already built uh, the fundamental things. That's why over the course of three years, we've been growing super fast. Every year we're growing at least 3x.
1: Yeah. In terms of that's insane, again, to, he- to hear because it reminds me of so many different like third-party attribution tools that were out before iOS 14, like Hyros, Triple Whale, uh, Northbeam. They're all out serving the market of like having true tracking data. But, you know, no one really took them seriously until Apple was like, hey, no, no more data for you guys. And then uh, then the valuation of those businesses immediately skyrocketed because of the importance of those tools. And the same thing here, it's like, you guys were ahead of the curve, and now that that trend actually picked up with what you guys are providing, there you guys started to see the the actual success and the momentum roll out, right?
0: right. Uh, I think that uh, that's what it has changed like, and that was the uh, something that you don't expect, but it's uh, it could dramatically change your entire business and you upset right, like triple L, well. one of the the most exciting adventures out there, to be honest. Uh, I remember I was in Austin, what is it, like a month ago when they announced the Series B and mm-hmm. getting money from Shopify and Netflix and uh, a few other uh, great uh, great venture firms, right? Like, what is the what is the growth there? I mean, definitely the team is outstanding. But at the same time, without the S14, would it be the same? Probably not. Uh, probably not. Uh, i still strong believer in the team who will uh, execute, who will find other ways. Though, like, maybe not that crazy and uh, really outstanding growth uh, w- w- would be ha- would be possible without iOS 14. So same for us. I wouldn't call us like genius, you know, like uh, in a way that we predicted that UGC or uh, influencer whitelisting is going to be the major things back in the days and so on. But uh, I would call us uh, visionary because we truly believe in that. And, you know, like at the early days, I was th- I was starting thinking that uh, we was stupid because why was still persisting about you just see explaining pitching to the investors pitching to the co- uh, clients creators and so on, but uh, yeah it's just it just happened and we're just lucky lucky enough to be there so same for uh, same for companies like Triple L and Norbeam,
1: yeah absolutely it's again like you said not geniuses I guess just early to the game and then the game just caught up with everything now when you do work I guess one big thing I did want to touch on is you have a huge overseas um, team right managing helping out with a lot of the day-to-day operations can you tell me about how you guys were able to like you mentioned you're scaling 3x year over year which is fantastic Uh, how are you able to find quality talent that also is able to be onboarded very quickly and get to know uh, the system is very, you know, very quickly and, you know, help with the growth of the business.
0: Yeah. Right now we're almost 60 people across 16 countries. So we are a multicultural and multinational team. And we really appreciate, I, I'm calling ourselves the child of pandemic. That's the reason why it's accelerated to bring, uh, people from, uh, in other countries, uh, to the team, uh, and then, uh, basically. The way how we are sourcing the uh, talent, three major things that I would advise. Number one, in that that's the key one. It's uh, all about your culture fit, right? And the, the, the way how the major companies like Meta and Google, Google resolve that back in the days, and still they're resolving, is the referral bonuses. And, you know, if I know that Nikita is great uh, and cultural fit, if he will recommend someone bring it to the team, most probably it's going to be a cultural fit. So that's why, like number one, definitely developing the internal system where you incentivize uh, people to bring uh, their uh, people that they know, uh, and they uh, maybe sometimes they have friends uh, inside of their organization because probably cultural fit is the most important thing. You can hire a great professional, but if it's not cultural fit, it's going to be you're going to be doomed in the end of the day. That's number one. The second, uh, and that's why once we're starting uh, hiring people uh, um, in Colombia or Mexico or uh, Germany, right? So, like other people are, st- other people starting bring their own uh, friends and talent, and that's how we're starting and still uh, scaling the team. That's number one. The second one is definitely about uh, talent or HR processes. So, for that, we have dedicated team, and I know like some of the people. They don't want to hire any HR person uh, until they're going to be like a hundred people. Big mistake. First of all, your team, your company is uh, is all about people. We're people-first company, meaning that we're, every time we're putting people uh, in the first place, and then uh, we're considering like, other aspects of the things, um, but also for HR people, first of all, you need uh, one recruiter to bring, who is going to be really strong and cover all of your needs. But then like, uh, it's going to be also raising the question about onboarding processes. And I think like starting with the recruitment and onboarding, that's the, the most crucial uh, part for any business. And for the onboarding processes, you you should have agenda. You should share this agenda and day one with the candidate who just joined to, the, to your team and just to go through and ask like, maybe we are missing something. Maybe we should add, uh, add some of the another sessions so we have the both recording and live sessions uh, coming like either from my side or from uh, other people just to dive in and uh, explain about our industry about the uh, how the teams works what is the job description all of these questions are super important and i would say the first 2 4 weeks are the most crucial uh, for the any person uh, in terms of the their uh, performance down the road if the onboarding sucks, then do not expect that uh, this uh, this person will be uh, will will perform really great. So, again, recruiting. Uh, second second uh, thing is uh, just hire a person. Once you are getting closer to twenty thirty people, and start with the recruiter. Um, and the third one is uh, building recruitment processes and onboarding processes. Then, like yes, definitely all boarding processes education uh, other important things but like this one will be fixed with your people managers if you have really good uh, people managers at this at that time but starting with the uh recruitment and onboarding a hundred percent
1: definitely yeah i'd say number one like i completely underestimated the amount of uh like the the specific referrals from current employees like Obviously, to get the first one, it it takes some time. But after you get past like four or five, the referral system starts to build out on itself. And it's just so much easier to find quality people because they're already a part of your culture. And the thing is, when your employees refer out new employees, they're like, hey, look, you kind of have to get your shit together if you want to work here because it's a very competitive environment or it's a very cool environment, but you just have to put in the work. So they already know, like they explain the exact situation to the new hire before they even get onboarded. And when you mentioned the onboarding process has to be tight, I I was kind of laughing in the background, not laughing, but just like thinking to myself, uh, the amount of mistakes I made early on when I didn't have a good onboarding process, I didn't have any documents. It was just like on the go on the fly. And how many times I had to, unfortunately let go of employees because they didn't work out me then realizing, oh, I just didn't have good onboarding. Once that was fixed, yeah. we started to bring on quality employees.
0: Yeah. Uh, we did uh, the same mistake. Like, to be honest, uh, lesson learned, uh, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's something, uh, if it's your uh, first business in that space, uh, even though you have a successful corporate career, you cannot predict so many things uh, when you're manage- managing people, because all people are different. And you are different. I'm different, uh, and uh, the 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 listeners of this podcast are different, right? So that's why every time, just like a learning curve. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's important to understand that in the end of the day, yes, you do uh, you do expect uh, business results from people, but in the end of the day, never forget that they're people with their own interests
1: interest and why they're here, why they join you, and why they're staying with you. Absolutely, and I try to ask that. Every single time we hire on someone just so that I personally know what are our selling points that we can use uh, further down the road when we're, you know, hiring for, for more employees. Uh, because sometimes the selling points aren't always salary. It could be just really good culture or it could be uh, learning more about the spe- like specific skill sets. Like for us, it's like email marketing. It's like someone wants to learn email marketing as a skill and that's why they want to join the team. Um, now just to transition onto what your guys' specialty is, which is obviously UGC, how do you see UGC play a part in just advertising as a whole in 2023? Because obviously it's been crushing it for most brands in 2021, twi- or 2020, 2021 and 22, but um, how is it going to be in 23?
0: Uh, It's a great question. So I think uh, in 2020, when uh, UGC became the thing, I would say, and uh, early adopters starting uh, scaling that, no one knew how it's going to be working in the end of the day. In 2021 and 2022, a lot of people, uh, they figure out and more, a lot of uh, service providers uh, are there. Um, so 2023, I would say what what we've been observed um, and what we expect is that UGC also evolving. It's not anymore about creating one video from one creator. It's a wrong it's a wrong attitude. So you need to partner up with the creators or actors and producing different uh, hooks, different bodies, different CTAs for the same video with the same person and then uh, mix them, doing also mashups between the different creators and test out. So it's more about how to tackle the UGC from the perspective of that producing more assets from the same person and from the one deal. So this one is definitely changing in 2023, so that's why if you are not doing UGC uh, with the more assets coming from the one deal, so please do consider that, it's so important. Secondly, I wouldn't see um, that many brands, they need hundreds or thousands of UGC per month. So it does make sense. So right now, 30, 50 videos, uh, new assets coming uh, every month. It's pretty much enough. And again, mm-hmm. if you are producing with different hooks, bodies uh, and CTS, uh, and putting a lot of adding efforts towards that, that's the second one. Though like... You just see an influencer marketing is different. So that's why like when I'm saying you just see it's only about uh, videos without any publications, white-listed ads and so on, because it's a different story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd say when I remember, if, cause I used to manage Facebook ads way back in 2020 and 21, before we transitioned fully into email. And I think we were one of the first ones that were kind of like ahead of the curve where we asked influencers to shoot like 10 minutes of te- like five different hooks, five different bodies, five different uh, call to actions. And then we would edit around 25 different videos from one 10 minute long video, you know, because you have all those different combinations or the way they say it or a specific shot. So with the help of that, like, it seems like that is the general trend as I'm talking to more and more media buyers, they're like, Hey, we have to edit all these videos. So it's like 30 days before we can get something that is like raw footage to actually be able to test it. Uh, or you know a a longer time than like okay cool we sent out the UGC we got it let's launch it as an ad uh, because a lot more editing like you said goes into it now are you seeing like a general shift towards like more people signing up for it as like a full time role like they're like they're dedicated UGC actors now I think that UGC actors versus uh,
0: UGC creators. Uh... It's a, it's a good topic. I would call that for UGC actors, sometimes uh, it's still lacking of the authenticity. And the reason why is simple. Actors, they are not authentic. They are just hiring to shoot the video and they never tried your product ever. With their creators, it's different. Mm -hmm. Uh, though I'm not saying that actors are wrong method. I would say like both are great. In case that both sides are really tested the product and they can share the the feeling, because what is happening on our platform that uh, some of the creators they saying okay this was the product and actually it doesn't feel it, it doesn't good for me so like I, I I I would love to cancel the deal sorry for that but uh, it's it's not something that I I, I will be willing to share mm. right and that's the I think it's bad right you ship the product you you have some cost but it's good. Because people are uh, people are honest and uh, they are saying that okay, I don't like it. It's a fair point, fair point, right? And then like those people who are still doing that, they are sharing because they they, they like the product. So that's why like I think that there is a big thing about you know hiring the actor uh, actors. Uh, but making sure that they are testing the products, making sure that they actually understand the products, why Why it's different. They're not here for five minutes or 10 minutes to just to shoot the video and forget they bought this product forever, right? So this is uh, one of the key uh, important point that I would I would love to highlight. But uh, to be honest, those UGC creators who have some uh, skills in acting, maybe like in theater, maybe they are not, you know, like acting in some movies yet. Though they have some skills, that's the best ones because they test the products and they know how to talk to the camera. And by the way, just this week, just this Monday, we kick off the Incense Creator Academy. It's absolutely free nice. for Incense Creators, those who join the our community, uh, and it's them, man. It's just like the quality. I was surprised. I'm the CEO, but I was I'm I'm. I'm running the course right now. And, uh, the quality that my team delivered, it's just outstanding. It's that, uh, they just dropping it's uh, up to five minutes videos per one theme. Uh, yeah, the, the quality is just fascinating. The motion graphic, the, the, the the whole, what they put together, just like, wow.
1: Yeah. So basically what you're saying is the actors are even if I was sending out a product, I would want a genuine reaction. I would not want something acted. And I think, uh, I don't know if you saw this post on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, but Taylor Holiday from Common Thread was put, putting up a video of like UGC BS um, or something like that. And he brought up a good point where like people can smell like what when you're faking it, like when they're faking like the review of like, oh my God, this thing's a game changer. Oh my God, this thing's different. But it's like, yeah, you say that, but it's the same thing as like static ads. It's only going to get stale if it's not genuine, and people can yeah. s- sense that very easily. So that's the big differentiator between you guys versus like every other UGC platform that's out there. It's a. It's also like the the downside of this, ad, uh, of this thing.
0: of these things. So people could be genuine uh, in what they're saying. Not the quality is gonna be sucks, and that's the uh, the part that we are working on uh, really hard, uh, just to making sure that we are Beijing creators in the right way. We are um, removing the bad actors uh, from the platform, and just on making sure that uh you you have a great deal because we are working on the scale. We have thousands of transactions per per month, so that's why like we cannot uh, speak about uh, quality of uh, any videos. So we are not an agency who is producing much less uh, volume per month though like at the same time uh what we are providing is that being authentic and we're promoting that as uh, as much as we can so saying that you really need to test the product it's not about you receiving the package from <laughs> from what server and then uh, you know you know like you never brew that or you just brew the uh the thing like for only recording the video just like doesn't make sense Test the product uh have a couple of days okay for some of the products you need to spend like months. month to see the results, but at least the texture of the, uh, cream or like whatever, like you need to, you need the experience in that case, when you're saying something, you truly believe what, what you're saying. It's not about uh, something that it's well scripted.
1: Absolutely. And I think even, even with that genuineness that you mentioned, there are some things that could always be improved on, like you said, with that academy helping them Maybe figure out the right camera angles or the the right way to you know position this like whatever they're gonna say, uh, or the light right lighting, etc. So I think like bringing the rising tide lifts all ships. So if you can like ri- raise everyone else's quality of standard on like the way they shoot, that genuine reaction is captured way better, and it serves as a much better ad for uh, everyone using the platform or using it as an advertisement in platform.
0: Now, 100.
1: Just to close us off here, if someone's still living under a rock and not using Incense Pro, why should they use it or why should they use UGC videos as advertisements?
0: Good question. Uh, I would say do not use Incense uh, if you are just uh, starting a business and you never run any business and you never touch base with the creators and influencers. So we're not good, a good one for the beginners. Mm-hmm. So we are really good for the scaling businesses. So that's why like we prefer to work with businesses, uh, who already in the seven figures, uh, scale, at least like a mil uh, in a, a annual sales, in that case, you're ready to scale, you're ready to rock and roll, and you're ready to hire five, 10 creators per month, or maybe 20, maybe 15, maybe hundred, but you're ready to rock and roll and, uh, using the all uh, power of the incense. That's number one. Secondly. We're really good solution as the one-stop shop for the three major use cases. You need just content, UGC, nothing should be posted. The second one is uh, influencer marketing, like a traditional uh, organic posting. And then the third one is influencer whitelisting. If you need just UGC uh, and a couple of videos per couple of months, then uh, there are other good solutions like Below or um, other businesses that uh, will be best fit for your Red and Incense
1: got it. Yeah, I think that's a really good disqualifier for sure like it I don't I never saw you guys as like the the beginner solution. I think if anything Billo is the best one for that. But when you guys are actually trying to scale, you know, hit up Daniel at Incense. Um, with that said, where can people find you? Uh Twitter. So I'm tra- I'm trying to
0: do my best. I came back to the platform uh, a year ago, so trying to drop some bombs uh, just to share my thoughts and things like that and participate in the uh, D2C Twitter community, so it's uh, uh, at Daniel D A N I L S A L I U K O V, like Daniel Salukov. That's 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 me. All LinkedIn, same Daniel Salukov. So uh, yeah, find me trying to my be, trying to do my best, uh, dropping some bombs and uh, helping the community to learn about uh, scaling their businesses uh, offshore. Uh, UGC, influencer marketing SaaS businesses,
1: e-commerce. That's, that's my text. Give this guy a follow. We'll throw it in the description down below as well as on screen. So hit him up if you have any UGC needs. But with that being said, thank you, Daniel, for coming on the podcast. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much, Nikita. Bye. Thanks again for joining us on the Scaling E-commerce podcast. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review it really helps out with the algorithm if you want email marketing tips delivered straight to your inbox on a weekly basis from yours truly then check out the link below or in the show notes to subscribe and join my newsletter if you're a d2c brand with at least 10,000 email subscribers and interested in starting a conversation to work together then go to aspectagency.com and we'd love to chat with you and if you want to stay up to date with anything email and sms just follow me on twitter at Nikita Vakhrushchev, or check the show notes for the link. With that said, I'm Nikita, and I'll see you in the next one.